Alright, what seems to be the trouble, officer? I think he wants you to go with him. Before? I don't know. Look, you just better cooperate, all right? I can't stand any more tickets. My insurance is going to go up. of Worst Picture Cast. I am one of your hosts, Grant, and with me as always is Joey. How are you, Joey? Oh, I'm great, Grant. Very excited for this this very special movie <laughs> and our very special guest. Very special guest. Um, if you are familiar with our other podcast, Best Picture Cast, this guy's going to sound very familiar. He is the main host of Best Picture Cast. He's the one that put it all together. And he's the one that um, that gratefully gave us this this shot to uh, to take to you know give these two banana heads a uh, their own podcast. Kieran B, welcome aboard, pal. I I feel like I'm stepping into like a haunted house here, or like a, uh, <laughs> like a, a rural dive bar. You know, I'm like e- equal parts I'm equal parts uh, terrified and and exhilarated. So this yeah. should be interesting. Yeah, listen, you're, you you are slumming it a bit, but I promise you, we'll get you an Uber home. <laughs> It'll be fine. That's the energy we go for here. Yeah. All right. Worst picture cast. Here we, here we are. Now I think just to, maybe we should like lift the curtain a little bit for the um, for the listener. Let's do if it. They will. Yeah. I don't have anything to do with worst picture cast. Well, I'm, no. well, I'm in, I run the ship at best picture cast. I pick the movies. I pick the cast. I do the editing. I bring the equipment. This is worst picture cast is entirely Grant and Joey here. So this is the first time I have contributed to any of these whatsoever. I do listen. I watch the movies and I listen yeah. along. But How's it feel to be on the opposite side? I like walk stepping into a haunted house or, <laughs> or a rural dive bar. Yeah. No, but yeah, uh, you basically gave us carte blanche to do whatever we wanted, and um, we gave you surf Nazis must die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and this is and, and full disclosure this. What we do here is not something that you're particularly into. Like you're not a, you're not a huge fan of like so bad they're good movies. That would be a safe way to put it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I will go as far as to say that I have not enjoyed many of these many of these movies very much. Uh, I, I love uh, I love Sleepaway Camp. Uh, that's that, that's different. Yeah. That's seen that one a bunch of love. Sleepaway Camp is transcendent. Yeah, yeah. But some of a, these have been a, a tough hang for me. Do you have a relationship with these kind of B trash horror movies before? 
Um, you know, no. I mean, I, I do like some campiness. Like, I, I love, uh, we're going to talk a lot of, of uh, Bruce Campbell here. Oh, yeah, sure. PC, we'll talk um, about And uh, I, I do kind of like a little bit of uh, campy television, you know. But yeah. when it comes to movies, the uh, the time investment, I'm usually more into uh, into something that, that I, can, that I can, can grip the way I know how to grip it. But there's been a bit of an education, if you want to call it that, for these uh, WPC movies. But I'm here... I'm here for the ride. I'm here to contribute any way I can now well, today. Well, what's nice about these movies is that, that it doesn't require a huge time constraint. This is uh, you're in and out of these in 90 minutes mostly. So yes, though sometimes the 90 minutes can feel like uh, <laughs> feel like double that. Sometimes it can be long. Sometimes it can be long. But... Sometimes you're blown away. They can get to 90 minutes with the yeah. content they put aside, and yes, I think yes. that's I think that's sort of the masterpiece of some of them. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, where they find things to put in. Was it was our longest peanut butter solution? Peanut that was like a hundred minutes, right? Yeah. That was like, and that was, that was something. The great seat is short. The great seat is short. A recommendation too. That's that was yeah. That was that was all hard too. She's like, yeah, I want to talk about this movie. I'm like, done. What um, a movie it was. That was a great one. Check that out. Check that out. That episode. Listen, if nothing else, Celine Dion's first American music release is deserving. Oh, of. absolutely. <laughs> she would have been my MVP in that one. <laughs> So we're talking today about Maniac Cop, 1988. Yep. Great. Your first watch? When was, was it? This was my first watch. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I knew of the movie. Um, I'm familiar with Bruce Campbell, obviously familiar with Robert Zadar um, and his great work in Samurai Cop and Killing American Style. Um, and... This movie's always kind of been in the peripheral. Like, I've always been circling around it, never pulled the trigger. And um, we decided to give this one to you, Kieran, because Bruce Campbell was in it. You're a big Bruce Campbell fan, uh, as am I. I'm sure Joey is, Very too. much so, yeah. And um, so, yeah, why the hell not? Let's, let's, make, this, let's make this happen. What, what about you, Joey? What, it was my first watch, too. Okay. And, Grant, when we had... About two years ago, we were really watching a lot of these movies we were, together. Yeah. Um, this never, we always seem to choose something over this for whatever reason. I think, I don't think our wives were. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, I think of all the things, what they were not voting for this one. Yeah. So it was my first watch, and it was different than what I expected, which was, which was always a great thing. I can't wait to dive into the sequels. Yeah, it's, well, I didn't, I did not watch the sequels. Neither did I. I will okay. be, though. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it was, it was, it was an interesting. Uh, hybrid with between action and horror is like yeah. the, the first half is kind of horror, then it turns into a police procedural thriller kind of movie. Yeah, they forgot that they were making a horror movie because it's, this is supposed to be a B horror. Yeah, and um, I think they it, it, start, it starts off that way for sure. Then, they, then they they kind of focus on uh, they focus on the plot. <laughs> like, in quotes, they focus on the plot. And uh, the horror kind of takes the backseat to it. It's very interesting. So neither of you had seen this before? This no. Oh, wow. Is yeah. this the first time this has happened for Worst Picture Cast? Yeah. It's a first watch for, uh, for, for me, well, it's the first. Well, Peanut Butter Solution I hadn't seen. Peanut but, Butter Solution, I, I, I saw that when I, was, when I was too little to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything else, and everything else on the docket, I've seen at least once. Everything in the near, for the near future, mostly everything yeah. that we've seen uh, that we're going to talk about is, is yeah. something that we've seen. Uh, well, Surf Nazis was first for you, right? No, I'd seen Surf Nazis. You have? Yeah. Okay. It had been a while. All right. Okay. The wonderful Tromaville. We have some, we have some <laughs> well, Surf well, Nazis well, alum, so we're, it's coming back. There is Surf Nazis. There's, there's somebody from Surf Nazis in this movie. 
Oh, so, boy. Well, I was not so uh, enamored by the surf Nazis, must I? I did go down like a... a a rabbit hole of, of trauma and just not, I just, I didn't know any of that existed right. and going on down, like, going down the Wikipedia page and, and looking at all it's that. It's an interesting was, world. Uh, yeah. It's, it's crazy to see some of the things that Re- go on. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll revisit trauma for sure. Yeah. There, there are better examples of trauma movies than, than uh, surf Nazis must die. I mean, toxic Avenger has one of the most violent bullies I think of all time. It's a, re- that's a ridiculous. It's, movie. it's, it's absurd. If you love, if you love over the top, like extremely graphic but funny violence. It's <laughs> that's where that's where you need to go. Yeah, that that's the trauma kind of scope. Mm. Surf Nazis expanded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into this maniac cop. Let's go. I don't know. Starts off on a. Well, let's start with our synopsis. Oh, you know what? Yeah, let's start with the synopsis. Actually, you know what? Let's let's start with what we're drinking tonight. Might as well might as well do that. Kieran, you're our, you're first up. You're our guest. Okay. What are you, what are you pounding tonight? So uh, today I uh, and if you've listened to Best Picture Cast, you know I kind of like the uh, the fruity style beers, especially if it's like a fruity IPA or a fruity pale ale or something along, along those lines. And I have a a mango flavored beer here from Harpoon, and it's going to be in uh, in honor of of the movie we referenced before, one of your <laughs> worst picture cast episodes, Sleepaway Camp. I have the Camp Wanamango beer. Love it's it. a, a mango That's flavor. a really good one. Yeah, it's a, it's a summer ale, but it's kind of it's a pale ale, you yeah. know. But it's, it's got that one. mango hint. It's a good yeah. one. Yeah, for sure. Not my favorite episode. <laughs> I did. It's a wonderful episode. I like the episode a lot. But there's some controversial commentary that goes on in the end of that. Some slanderous, well, that, that, slanderous I, diatribes. You, I got that, unanimous. Uh, I got. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, you know, I, I view that as mob mentality. But go on. I, I got. I got news for you. I don't know if you're gonna like this very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, at least uh, for, for those for those at home that that don't know what he's talking about is Kieran. We we have awards at the end where we compare these movies to the Oscar movies of that year, and we almost always go with the worst picture cast movie over the Oscar movies. And Kieran does not like it. It's <laughs> he does. I'm he usually is, screaming into my into my uh, <laughs> my AirPods at home, but today I can at least uh, have my voice be heard. So, yes. So there we are. Joey, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the Sierra Nevada Wild Little Thing, slightly sour. Been drunk here before. Just delicious, nice. refreshing, nice and light. Love it. Can't beat it. Great you got beer, man. Yeah, great, great beer. beer. Passed it in the. I passed it in the brewery today when I was picked up this one. So that oh, was really? One of the ones I was eyeing. Yes, I'm glad I, I picked something different. Whenever I see it, I just grab it because it's hard to pass yeah, up. Yeah, it is a great one. Yeah. Um, I got nothing special. Just the uh, the Blue Point Toasted Lager. Nice, classic. Just uh, tried and true. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So how we usually start this off is we give our brief synopsis. It's a little snarky. A little snarky. A little serious. Can be if you want. Um, All right. Joey, what's yours? How do you start this off? So Maniac Cop. Want to become immortal and super strong? Get sliced up in the bathroom of a prison and almost killed. Then wreak havoc on 1980s New York City before the police at the headquarters thought about cameras. <laughs> yeah. Karen, Karen, what do you got? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> Maniac Cop. An evil dead supersized cop terrorizes New York City as an on-brand free-loving Bruce Campbell gets <laughs> noticed and burned by a chin-scratching case of mistaken identity. Well done. 
Well, well got, done. Got all the reference in yes, there. Yes, I wanted to put some sort of Spider-Man thing in the Spider-Web. <laughs> stuck in the Spider-Web. But, uh, <coughs> that, was, that was loaded and lovely. I am a self-proclaimed Bruce Campbell fanboy. From, oh, yeah. Uh, from a young age. So we'll go through that at some point, I'm sure. For sure. Okay, my synopsis is, in New York City, innocent people are starting to be murdered by a man in a police uniform. Is it an actual cop? Is it just some maniac? Or worse... Is it a maniac cop? <laughs> <laughs> and that's my synopsis. That's awesome. So, real quick to start, Robert Zadar was an actual cop? In Chicago? In yeah. Yeah. That's a, a big man to be a cop. That's an intimidating as hell cop. Yeah. What is his height? How tall is he? I don't know. What's fun? Six foot. Okay. Is it? Yeah, is so it they, yeah, they saw the camera angled him up. Boy, that's his <laughs> chin, huh? The chin, well, really... Well, he had, he had something called, uh, we talked about this in Samurai yeah. Cup, just, he had something called cherubism, okay. which is like a genetic disorder that... It's, I think it's thyroid, and it just... It like his, the whole face just like swells up, and... It gets, it, there's pictures of him when he's older at... Um, oh, it's... Yeah, it's... At yeah. Like, so, like conventions, and it's like really sad to see. Um, it got from like, he's like a big kind of interesting looking guy to like, he's clearly it like suffering. Hard, like, it was like hard to look at. Yeah. And, Damn. You know, yeah, it was just and what was uh, Bruce Campbell's excuse with his... <laughs> I think, I, I think that's just a mighty. I think that's just a mighty chin. It's just. Yes. A, I mean, two guys in a movie nicknamed the chin is. Yeah, that's wild. Fantastic. Yeah. Wild. That's great. It's great casting. I think I want to start with this movie that it has pieces of competence. <laughs> it's not a complete miss. No, it's, it's not a complete miss. The, uh, there, there is people who kind of knew what they were doing. This is a casted. People have careers outside of this. Yeah, yeah, you have some resumes in there, and uh, you know, in the, in the beginning when like the score kicked in, it was like the score's really good. Yeah, I'm like, what is this like? Is they trying to be Shaft here? And then a scene later, Shaft shows up. Richard Roundtree. I'm like, oh, this is Shaft there. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's that was Jake LaMotta showing up for reasons unknown. Like it's just that's wild. Yeah, yeah. This is a. Again, this is just one of these movies that it had potential of being something kind of of being something better than it was. Um, they just didn't have. Know, the, they just, just didn't know how to put the pieces together. Yeah, it's, it's it's things like no cameras. Not to jump ahead, but yeah, I mean, did they have a lot of cameras in the eighties? I, I mean, know. they had cameras in police headquarters. I was scratching oh, my head. Headquarters, yeah. I was scratching my head about that myself. It's like how how is this? This is police headquarters. If you tell me some like shitty precinct, you could kind of convince me. Yeah, where the commissioner is. But let's go to the beginning. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're gonna. Yes. I, I, have a well, main, yeah. I have a major gripe with something that happens in the movie. We'll talk, we'll get we'll talk about it when we get to it. So, what do you what do you guys think about the opening credits? Very long. Way too long. Very long. <laughs> and let me ask you a question because I don't know the answer to this. So they would he would move. And then it would freeze for the name. Was that a stylistic choice, or they didn't know how to add words while moving? I think, I think maybe the font was disappearing too quickly. Okay. And they and they and they just paused it. They just freeze. It. it was very jarring, and it made that last way too long. It kind was of like a graphical strategy there. Yeah, I don't know. It was um, either I'll, way. Either way, it didn't work. I'll say this about the beginning and the first time when I when I put it on for the first time. I was like, what is going on here? This is this is brutal. And so I kind of I kind of watched this movie a little differently than I, I normally do. I yeah. want to use a different strategy because almost always with Best Picture Cast, I'm watching movies I've seen before. So it's very rare where it's like a first watch. Right. Sure. Uh, maybe like maybe one or two of the of the honorary episodes. Everything else has been at least something I've seen before. Yeah. So for this one, 
Because I know I had to watch it twice. I watched it save the last 15 minutes. Okay. And then I watched it again. So I, I left the last 15 minutes oh, for okay. a little bit of suspense in the rewatch. Oh, so I wasn't just like a true rewatch. So, but the second time I saw the opening credits, it made a little more sense to me. You know, it, it's like, oh, okay, this is like... Why his gloves on yeah, before anything else him, is on? We're showing the different... Like, I think if you know the Maniac Cop, the intro's got a little more... Right. Um, a little more keech to it, you know? Yeah, he kind of takes pride in his uniform and he's, you know... And, I, you know, the more realistic he looks, the better... Like, the more victims he'll get, essentially, and things like that. Yeah, and yeah. if you don't know what's going on, you don't know the context. It's just some random guy getting dressed. So it's very, right. very odd. And right. It's not like we know who Cordell is. Like, they, yeah. they, they, like, let us build. But I do like the, get, that he had his badge and his name. Like, yeah. I think that's cool, and I think it works. I just think that it's just the freeze frame's jarring. Mm. It, it just it goes on for very long. And that's the other thing. And, that, you know, when this movie's, what, 85 minutes, something like that, it's, you know... You know, I understand that they want to try to <laughs> they want to try to pan out the wrong time for as long as possible. But at at that point, just but make a story like in a scene that just with make story somewhere. Just make the movie two minutes shorter. Right. Like, what what, what are we doing? Um. All right. So then the girl, the waitress, runs out. You know, she leaves the she leaves her the restaurant or bar that she's mm-hmm. working at, and she gets accosted by two by two thugs, and um, make a right to punch her in the face. Yeah, they 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 don't, they don't hesitate. No, very much like the felt, very much felt like the warriors. Yes, you can't have like that vibe to it. Uh, but she fends them off. Does she have like a shot put ball in her purse or something? Because it, that person takes these guys out and knocks them. Boom, out. boom, boom. I think she's stealing pint glasses from the restaurant. Yeah, it could be. It could be a pint <laughs> glass. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I think she's stealing. Maybe those. a stack of pint glasses. <laughs> yeah, and um, she sent them flying with those. And you know, in the way she she like. She put her feet up on the fence and she pushed back into the she car. She was smart. She was yeah. resourceful. Um, and all, and all, all while this terrifying lightning is going on, too. It was like the, it was oh, like yeah. the, the lightning from like Castlevania and <laughs> the US or like Contra. What do they yeah. call them? The Dolby artists? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, 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 got a, they got a beginner for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, uh, uh, some intern was responsible for that. Um, yeah, you know, the horrible... There's a couple of warning signs very early in this movie where I'm like, uh-oh, I might be in for, uh, I might be in for a real <laughs> treat here. And the lightning was one of the first ones. Listen, you weren't going to get, like, like an incredible movie. Hey, I, I, I gotta say, you know, I don't mean to show the cards early, but I will. I'll use this again. Um... I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have a terrible time watching this one. I love so watching as, as we go. Let's be lucky we didn't give you Suburban Sasquatch. <laughs> I did suggest that. But that was a pro-troll move. I don't know what, it, I don't know what any of these are. Um, so I was wondering if, in watching this, I was just wondering if, like, did you guys, like, strategically pick something you'd think I'd like? Or Bruce Campbell. Or just a Bruce Campbell thing? It was, okay, it was Bruce yeah. Campbell, yeah. yeah and, it was Bruce Campbell and not so outrageous that it would... Take you out, like it was. A, yeah, I saw the budget movie. before. I saw a million dollars. Like, okay, this is this is. Well, that was all Sam Raimi. Yeah, but this was we saw Bruce Campbell, and it's like this is an actual movie. Mm. I, I mean, this, this is the movie that he's like, yeah, no, this isn't. He's, he's not, not not that he's ashamed of it, but he's like he shits all over it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, so this is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be the first one to say it. I, I watched an interview with him. He did like a panel discussion, and he was like. None of you can give me something that, like, I didn't give my heart into that's not good. And, so, and there's this kid raising his hand. He's like, don't fucking say it. And the kid just yells maniac cop, and he walks off stage hysterically <laughs> laughing. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
I, Grant, you said uh, one of the things you said in the intro here is it's, it's the mesh between a couple genres here, and that's totally what I thought too. Is you have you have like the horror tropes, the typical, oh you know, yeah, the yeah, typical yeah, every, horror movie, yeah, in yeah. the end too, in in many ways, yes, yes, and and then it had the cop procedural tropes, heavy. So I think like when you when you do something that's so like cookie cutter tropey, then it's like all right, this is just your standard shutter fodder horror movie yeah. or like oh here we go cop drama you know like but when you mix the two there's an intrigue there and and, and, and make, it keeps it fresh yeah yeah because what, what it does is it, it prevents recycling of ideas mm-hmm. you know you have like you have a few you have a few like you know a few kind of cool horror moments in it and then you actually have time and what's nice is that you only have to do like 45 minutes of a cop story right so you don't have to worry about like drawing it out or you're essentially doing a tv show yeah so you're able to rip it in and switching it up keeps it at least able you know you're managing expectations because you could still throw the horror stuff in there when you you know like the reveal of his face and different things to Mm -hmm. kind of throw you off your guard again which i think yeah which i like yeah um so this first scene is actually the scene i chose that i'd recommend because, oh, wow. yeah, because it has, like, the schlockiness that you love so much, but it has the first murder. And it shows how strong he is. And, it sets the table. And it yeah. also, you know, just the, okay, people trust cops. Oh, no. Like, it has everything you want. Like, you watch that scene, the terrible lightning. Like, from the time she walks out of the bar till the time she dies, it lets you know what you're watching. Yeah. And that's kind of what I say when you know the scene I recommend it's like alright what in two minutes is going to show you what the rest of the 90 minutes are that's yeah yeah this was the scene that I picked too oh uh, yeah it was okay. um, I, it played very much to me like the cold open to an, to an episode of the X-Files you know where Absolutely. it's just like yeah, you just yeah, get yeah. thrown in with these people you don't know if it's the main character you don't know if someone's going to die in the first scene you don't know if it's going to be a witness yeah, yeah. later on and it just happens and, and you know and then you know the two the two the two muggers come out and like, oh my god, we're going to see some kind of insensitive, problematic rape scene right now. Or like, right. you don't know what you're going to get. Some like exploitative movies. thing. Yeah, yeah. fight some off, run in, you know, and then you see, and then the turn with the cop and all that. It's like, oh, all right, now I don't really fully know what to expect here in this movie. Let's let's watch on, you know. Yeah, let's exactly. Watch on. That's so I, I I dug uh, I dug it. I really I did dig. And it. I think it's just a good way to jump in. It is a good way. To He's jump like, in. I don't need, I don't. I don't need paper clippings of Matt Cordell in the beginning with no context. After no, the I, I like it that you learn as a cop. So does. do I. Yeah. So, like, I don't want that. And, like, other movies would have done that. They would have taken the yeah. super cop clips and, like, thrown them around. That, that would have been the opening credits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. We establish his size. We establish his strength. We exactly. establish his, his ruthlessness. Um, you know, uh, she identified them as Puerto Rican immediately. Was uh, Yeah. That hurt. What did she just watch West Side Story on her way out, on her way out to the bar? Like she, she was like, two jets are after us. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right away. The Puerto Ricans. I was like, oh, come on, uh, <laughs> come on. Like, just, All right, you can kill them. They, 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 they look, they, they look like they just like walked off the the beat it video. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? they may have. Um, but my, my, the scene that I would recommend is not that scene. Ooh, what'd you go with? Um, the scene where mani- uh, Maniac Cop kills the violinist. Oh! And the wet cement? And the, yeah. 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 Um, Tough way to go. It's a, it's a, it was a <laughs> brutal way to go. It's, it's, always, it's always a cool horror trope when um, somebody is in peril and he's just unable to find help. No matter what he does. All around him. 
just unable to get help. And very New York City. Very New York <laughs> City. Um, and, and being handcuffed made that scene very yes, cool. Because and, and it makes him even more helpless. Rest are bleeding. Yep. Brutal way to go, getting suffocated in wet cement. The cut, the hard cut, to them jackhammering him out of the dry is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it's a really funny transition, I, and I laughed. It's a really good scene. I, la- I laughed both times I saw it. And it just really makes you realize how sh- awful a way that is to die. It's very bad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think Dick Tracy is the only other movie I can think of that's video of death by wet cement. <laughs> that's true. That was a tough scene to watch as a little kid. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I remember like, watching, I'm eight. I'm not ready this? to see this. And I remember watching that and being like, I don't think I'm supposed to watch this, guys. So we go to the medical examiner's office. And Kieran, did you re- did you recognize your friend, the medical examiner? I did not, but I recognized his mullet because I see it uh, every weekend when the... Uh, uh, at the college bar uh, that I work at, because <laughs> that's the new haircut with these college kids. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, that's a- somehow that haircut survived it. Like that haircut has aged the best out of everything in this movie. Somehow that and Bruce Campbell. I want to punch every kid with a mullet everywhere just, I go. Like, what are we so doing, guys? Yeah, jeez. Just so mad. You know, like, we thought we left him in the nineties. We should have. Uh, but yeah, the medical examiner was the Barry Brenner, who you may also know as Adolf. From Surf Nazis Must Die. Oh, how could I miss? <laughs> um, he he was in his short scene. He was going for it. You guys got to get in that. He was not. Uh, he was not falling short. And this is pretty much the end of his IMDb. Apparently, this was the director's doctor. He became a doctor. What? I think if I read if I read it correctly, Barry Brenner became the hats. I, I, I think it's on, I think it's IMDb trivia, so you know you can trust it. Um, that's facts. Let's see. It's like Wikipedia Plus. It's you know it's you know it's true. <laughs> the coroner, Barry Brenner, was William Lustig's real life doctor. I love that he was a doctor who also hoped to become an actor, so joined up for Maniac Cop and Surf Nazis Must Die. Well, fantastic. I, mean, I think if he had a better career, then maybe he wouldn't be a doctor. So it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like in uh, Moonlight Graham from Field of Dreams. So like, he became a doctor because he didn't like his baseball career didn't pan out. Well, like Ken Jong quit face quit being a doctor, and he was kind of good in one thing once. He should go back to being a doctor. Right. I think yeah, more yeah. useful as a doctor. Than, yeah, um, I don't need him yelling the, things the out of, he, uh, of the mess. The mess singer. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. He was kind of funny in Hangover One. Yeah. And otherwise, I don't know why the fuck he gets work, but... I don't know. Tough. Tough. (laughs) Uh, Now, Frank McRae's partner here has never seen a dead body before. Like, he's doing the holding back nausea thing. Well, I guess guess his body was just, like, was just too gnarly for him with the black and blues. I mean, did you see the giant hematomas? Yeah. The size of these hematomas. You think those two kids could have done this? It's great. The detective McCray is a good detective. He's a good detective. He's a good detective. They, what? All right. So can we talk about the weird scene though with the commissioner? Because here's a good detective. They take one scene to try to discredit him and just never. You tried to kill yourself a few years ago. Yeah. The gun went off. Gun. Your partner was killed dead ten years early. Ten days early. It yeah. went off. What was the? What were they doing there? I don't know. Trying, trying to establish that he's like a loose cannon or something. I don't know. But is suicidal a loose cannon? I mean, it was for Mel Gibson, Lethal Weapon. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, and were they? Was the commissioner implying that he killed his partner? No, I think he was implying that he just couldn't handle it. 
So t- Tom Atkins. He's like, you never smiled, and he like has a really creepy smile. <laughs> that was the creepiest smile ever. It was fucking fantastic. Yeah, was but I mean, so Tom Tom Atkins is seasoned. Yeah, I mean, he's he started acting in the '60s, and he still has like three things coming out. Guy has a real yeah, solid good, career. Good for him. He's in Lethal Weapon. You yeah. guys just mentioned that. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Very much a, a store brand, Dennis Farina. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> right in. Oh my god. He's, I guess he's a, he's, a, he's America's choice. Dennis Farina. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I guess Farina had something else going on for this, and they had to move on to Tom Atkins. Farina wanted money for this. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Oh my god! I would have loved Dennis Farina in this movie. Uh, that that would have been the spot for him. That would have been amazing. But I bet he's a job by Tom Atkins. There's some. There's some. There's some I, he does a good job. There's yeah. some scenes where you know he just. You could sell he doesn't really know what movie he's in. Yes. Like, it feels like they, they didn't quite tell him what the premise is here, so he's doing some different things, but like it, his, it works. He owed someone a favor for doing this. Yeah. because But then he has scenes, like at the, the boat scene, the boathouse scene, he's really funny. The, yeah. you know, the, you can't, can't even take a piss anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you always piss with your gun. You might, you're liable to shoot your yeah. balls off. That's a good way, you piss with your gun in your hand. That's a good way to get your, blow your balls off. But he has scenes where he's good and then scenes, like you said, Kira, where it's just he, he thinks he's in like NYPD Blue, the movie. This ain't about romance, honey. This is about murder. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought we were just getting a drink. Right. But. Yeah. The the, the the writer really swung for the fences there. Oh yeah, there was there was some active screenwriting going on. Yeah, here. It's like I want yeah, I want you to sound like a hard boiled detective, <laughs> like a Dirty Harry type. Yeah. Oh, there were major Dirty Harry vibes in this sure. uh, in this oh, movie. Huh. I had that uh, I had I had that written down. It's a it's a Dirty Harry meets Halloween. Without any, okay. of the, without any of the good things about either the movie. Worst <laughs> of Dirty Harry. And the worst, the worst version, version of Halloween. Of Halloween. <laughs> Have a kid. It's Maniac Cop. And they just forgot what made them special. I, I can't argue that. Yeah. Uh, so Lieutenant Frank just betrays everything and just tests. So everybody becomes scared of cops. Well, yeah, I was wondering, too, as if are you like, because of the poignant nature of that end of the movie here, is this part was putting me on this part of Grant's revenge of having me put you on the crash episode? That here I, I, here I, I, the I, I No, I chose Crash. I, I, I did that myself. <laughs> I have no one to blame but myself for that. Um, no, no, this has... No, because it's... It, was, it's str- it is strange, like, watching this... Like, I, when you watch this movie in 2022, you're like, oh, this is strangely resonating yeah, like, for today's, today's society. And it was completely unplanned. On our yeah, we yeah, they know that. familiar with that. Right, so we had, 30 years later, they're going to be doing commentary on uh, that's going to be... This, yeah. It's amazing that people... It, been, it is weird that like several elements of this movie have aged yes, weirdly well, well, whether it's the mullet or the, or the, uh, the, the thematic nature. Yeah. I can't believe that that's a thing that's probably... Is it the same first time that's been said on Rose Picture Cast, the thematic nature? Yes. But, so the old woman with the gun. I love <laughs> oh, that scene. God. Such a good scene. I love that scene. And I'll, and I'll She's talk. been spending some time at that gun range, let me tell you. The one, the one, fire off the one headshot. shot in the glass, headshot. direct headshot, headshot of the She's been out. waiting. She's been waiting yeah. for something to happen. What, what is, what's great about that scene is because you know it's not Maniac Cop. Right. You have, you have a really good, you're like, okay. They do I, have I, him I, wear I, gloves, though, which is smart. Sure. At first you think it is. And then as soon as he starts bending down, you're like, it's not him. And then you just expect like a fake out, right? He's like, "Oh, can I help you?" Hundred percent. Like but what you don't expect is this woman putting out a fucking pulling out a, uh, a revolver 
and blowing the guy's brains out yeah. in the middle of, of uh, an industrial street. Yeah. So I stopped paying attention, sort of, because I was like, all right, he's going to bend down and then they're going to move on. And then I heard the gun. I was like, oh, I had to like go back. So they, I was like, oh, shit. They, they, they fake you out twice. It's great. And we're pre-Reservoir Dogs here, too. So, so I can't, can't blame that they saw they Tarantino's for the watch Maniac Cop while he's writing that, that screenplay. I bet you I bet you Tarantino has watched a couple of these, at least. 100%. Tarantino's seen every movie on Earth. Yeah. He's definitely watched my Indian Connection. We, 100%. We've established this. No, we, he talked about it, I think. I has think it? I found an interview after we did I mean, it's Alamo Draft House. I'm sure he watched it. Right. Yeah. Any of the Alamo ones, he's definitely in on. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss that second death scene here. The guy and his, his girlfriend on the date in the car. Oh, oh God. Yeah, the I mean, drunk driver? I, yeah. I mean, just first of all, just – and not saying that I'm not guilty of this myself. But if you're on a date and you're anxiously annoyed that the light isn't turning green, this is not a very good date. Either, <laughs> either, you're not, either the date's not going well or you're not being a good date. That's yeah. one of the two here. So how about, you know, how about you just relax and enjoy, enjoy the moment, right? You know, where are you going, dude? Just enjoy the time. And another one is my favorite line of the entire movie because it's just fucking bonkers and hilarious. Is when he steps out of the car, he says to the cop, I can't get any more tickets. My insurance will go up. <laughs> could, you, could you ever imagine saying that to a police officer? I know I was speeding. Um, I, I was I was going I was going sixty in the forty five, but you know I just those insurance rates these days are so high. You're really I just, gonna fuck I me? I can't dude. have it go up at all. I'll pay the ticket. I'll give you cash on the side, but the insurance yeah. rates I gotta keep them down. Bro. Do, I gotta you, keep them down. Do me a solid and leave this off the books. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mania Cop is just like just <coughs> waving him up to stand next to him and enjoy the street. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got oh. another, I got another seven months before that accident comes off my record. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I just, I can't have it. I can't have it. I won't have it. Listen, yeah. we right? both Let's know guess. I'm drunk. Yes, I don't want my <laughs> Give insurance me a to go. Just no tickets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I will work it off anyway, but. I, my my Geico cannot increase. <laughs> 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 I just can't do it. I can't pay the Geico that much money. <laughs> he lets the girl get away though. He's not worried about her. He just well, wants doesn't to... she? She fa- flee. Doesn't she fatally crash or no? No, she, no, gets she away. flees. Oh, she, she gets flees. away. Yeah. They, okay. The commissioner, no, Captain Riley, actually makes a point of. Oh, he let her get away. Oh, interesting. I don't know how she drove the car with thirty gallons of blood leaking she down. She definitely crashed on the way home, and, and God, she definitely died on the car accident on the way home. <laughs> There's no way. I like, had like. The windshield shattered to shit. There's just blood. More blood than is in Well, but they interviewed her. No, they said she gets away. So, so, which creates another giant loophole in this plot here. Joe, you already brought the cameras, but, like, isn't the description of him so much different than that of Bruce Campbell? Like, she sees how gigantic this guy is. Like, what? She's like, yeah, the guy's, like, seven feet tall. Like, yeah. Big guy with a chin. Bruce Campbell's not a small guy, six one, but like, I mean, seven feet. That guy's a gigantic monster. And he also, he's also Cam- more Cam- svelte. Campbell had a narrower frame. Yeah. Well, we see like, them when they're fighting each other later in the movie. He swats them off like a fly. Yeah, it's like, yeah. kid, how would you? But now we meet Bruce Campbell getting ready for what we and think his, is his awful marriage. Awful marriage. Yeah. Holy shit! I, they just lean right into just bad, toxic marriage right off the bat. That is a that is a bad marriage. And it's like, it would have been so much better if, like, the wife, like, if he was, like, still cheating on her, but, like, the, but he wasn't so mean to his wife. Right. Like, if you're going to cheat on your wife, at least be nice to her. Right, you're lying about <laughs> overtime, so you're, so you're lying about that, money coming into the house to go shebang. Yeah. At least be somewhat nice. 
Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I don't want to put myself in anyone's shoes. Who, you know, who knows? But, uh, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm a single man. I don't have, I, I don't want to weigh in on anyone else's relationships. But maybe, uh, listen, it's, it's tough times for a night cop, I guess. You know, he's out there doing his thing. She's home alone. Um, they're She's going to, calls. they're going to, uh, wedding counseling, right? Like, well, they, uh, they tried, they she, tried. She, yeah, she, she, she put the kibosh on It's that. just not working. He's willing to pay for it. Two. Yeah. She's, not working between these two. Yeah. It's a sad case. It's not not a good relationship. Um, but yeah, going out and, uh, going out and cheating gets him in a little trouble here because they think he's the maniac well, cop. Especially when there's a really good, I mean, maniac cop for being dead is a good strategist. Yeah. Was that, is this his strategy or is this the, um... Sa- uh, Sally? No, no. Shelly? Shelly Noland. Was, was it her strategy? This is probably her strategy, right? I think they were working. She, she's the one, she's, she's the, the one who chose them as the setup. Right, because of, because they, they have a physical, a similar physical description. Yeah, and that he was cheating, so is there a reason to like have uh, him follow? Yeah, and uh, I, th- I thought it was. You know who, you know who Shelly was? What else she's done? No. She's Kramer's mom in Seinfeld. Oh my god. That's Kramer weird. has a mom in Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah, she's a um, bathroom attendant in a restaurant. We meet her like once or twice. I don't ever remember meeting Kramer's mom in, in a Seinfeld Oh episode. my wow. god, that's so funny. Yeah, she just, that's when we learned he was named Cosmo. Oh, that's oh, where okay, you yeah. Okay. I, I, I dug the depiction of New York City in this. They did a nice, they did a good, good job. authentic filming. Here's the DOP's only credit in this one. Yeah. And I didn't think the, the filmography was all that I didn't think the uh, um, no, cinematography was all that bad. I, I, bad. I, like, yeah, for considering what they're, you know, you're working with the... Uh, a tighter budget, you know. It helps when you have Sam Raimi involved and Sam Raimi's dudes involved. Like they probably have a little bit more input from others. <clears throat> yeah, they can kind of point people in the right direction. Yeah, so you know, is, was he was Sam Raimi a producer on this? Is that what well, Sam Raimi filmed a lot of the um, the St. Patrick's Day stuff to get them money. That's how they got funded. Okay, and yeah. so they kind of used Sam Raimi. And the director was he was in all pretty much all of Sam Raimi's stuff as a producer or something. Oh, okay. Sam Raimi had, like brought gotcha. him along. Like he was one, he, like he was in Darkman and produced Darkman. He had stuff to do with cool the evil dead. Uh, cool scene in New York City in the spring too. You know, cool. like a rare St. Patrick's Day movie. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Bruce Campbell now. I think this let's is talk Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell time. Sure, let's do it. I mean, what do you say about Bruce Campbell? Evil Dead. The guy is a fucking icon, right? Yeah. I mean, ever since I was a, a, a young kid, man, I was I was big into the um, the, Her- the Hercules Legendary Journey uh, shows with, oh, sure. with Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. Uh, they started as like TV movies, and then it became right. a series. And me and my brother were, were super into that. We watched that weekly, and he showed up as a reoccurring character. He was I couldn't have Kevin Sorbo, but that hurt. He was the King of Thieves. Was yeah, yeah but he, he did. I think he did more work with Xena. Well, they're it, they're all in the same world. Sure. So Xena was first a character on. Hercules, and then that was a spinoff right. into a show, and he he popped up in both shows, and then there was a he actually had a short lived yeah like short lived third show didn't. Yeah. and the other show that came in around that same time too was on Fox on Friday nights uh, right before the X Files was um, Briscoe County Junior. It was a, a okay, cowboy I'm western I'm show. Yeah, oh, he I was remember the, that. Show. Yeah, oh, he shit. was the yeah. lead guy. He was Briscoe County Junior, and it was uh, another one me and my brother loved. We watched every week, and that was my first experience with like. A show being canceled, like a show you love being canceled, being and like, and now me. it's just gone. Yeah, and like that's a traumatic thing to see. You know, when you're in fourth grade or whatever it is, it's like it's like a pet dying, not like like an important pet, like a like, like a goldfish? turtle or yeah, a, yeah. yeah goldfish or yeah. a hamster, or a guinea sure. pig. You know, not like a dog or a cat. Right. That's obviously that's, that's traumatic. Like a yeah. secondary. Yeah, a secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. Like, it it hurts. Yeah. You know, it doesn't hurt like every moment of the day, but it's like oh, I really want. But you walk you walk by where the cage was, and you get you feel forewarned. Yeah. And then you get a new pet. And then you move on about your life. 
Uh, but yeah, then there, there's that. There's um, the Evil Dead's I didn't really get into till college. Oh, yeah, I watched uh, but, way too young. Yeah, uh, too. The Spider-Man movies, <laughs> yep. of course. And we have to bring up... Your show. Burn Notice, baby. Your fucking Burn show. Notice. That's the, uh, the, the final chapter there be, uh, as an adult, but clinging on to that one. And he was kind of the, the gateway to that show. And I'm a, a huge Burn Notice nut. I've seen yeah. every, every episode multiple times. So. Uh, I saw that he was in it, and that got me... I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I remember, I, I recognized the main character in that show from uh, Blair Witch 2. Jeffrey Donovan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I never never saw Burn Notice. I uh, never got into it. But... Well, when I start Burn Notice cast, you'll have to uh, <laughs> be a guest on that. I'll, 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 yeah. I'll it, it's, it's a campy show. It's like a, it's like a goofy spy kind of half. It's, it half takes itself seriously, half doesn't. It's, sure. it's Bruce um, Campbell. It's, yeah. Because I've, I've, it's I've, very much a Bruce I haven't Campbell seen a ton of it, but I, I always watched it if I caught it because I love Bruce Campbell. And it's literally Bruce Campbell's energy, like clearly talented, clearly trying, but refusing to not have as much fun as humanly possible doing it. Yeah. And they get a good, a bunch of guests on yeah. it. There's a lot of familiar faces. It Shit was, was always blowing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, a lot of explosives. That's a big, big thing. There. Filmed in Miami. <laughs> Takes place in Miami. Filmed in Miami. The mom is one of the uh, main characters in Cagney and Lacey, show from the uh, the eighties. The cop show. I know of it. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah. So it's um yeah, good stuff. Burn notice. All right. So we, I got I got my burn notice section in there. Definitely. Good. Yeah. Well, listen, it's Bruce Campbell. That's why we brought you on. So. Hell yes. yes. Yeah. But I mean, the Evil Dead movies, I think, you know, we all, I, we've talked about them. I think they're all really just wonderful movies that if you get and you're into, you fucking adore. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, it just doesn't make sense to you. Yeah. But man. A- Ash, is, Ash is one of my favorite cinematic characters of all fantastic. time. fantastic. Love that. Love yeah. that. Um, I also I, love how that show has been like on off Broadway, like it's been it's, <laughs> it's been like a play. Yeah, and, and, like the, and the first couple of rows need to wear ponchos. Splashed in blood. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is really intense. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I remember, yeah, watching Evil Dead. I think I watched Evil Dead two first, and I might have been in like sixth grade or something. That like was way too young. Way too. I was way too young. And then like I saw my, three first, and then that week I watched all of them. Okay. Yeah, because my, my dad's a big Bruce Campbell fan. And and then, like, we watched Only Darkness together and, and all that stuff. And it was just... Yeah, I've, I've been a fan ever since. Yeah, Army... That's a series where I saw Army of Darkness first. Oh, really? So, and, yeah. Army, especially when you're... Well, you were in college, right? Yes. All right. I mean, Army of Darkness is a very interesting way to get introduced to the series. Because, like, you watch Army of Darkness and then you watch Evil Dead 1. You're like... Oh, this is how the fuck did they? How is this the yeah, same it's series? It's right. crazy. Yeah. How is this the same thing? Yeah. And, yeah. And then like, and then you see two. You're like, you kind of understand. Like two's less like halfway point. Well, yeah, two brings you off kilter so much where yeah. you're like, oh man, this is fuck. Like I love what you did here. Two is definitely. I know it's many people's favorite. That's definitely my least favorite. Oh, I um, love two. Yeah, I'm a one. I'm a one three two guy. <clears throat> Interesting. Okay. I'm probably the same as you. Yeah. And did, did either of you guys ever see uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, the TV show? I saw the first, oh, yeah. I saw the first couple of seasons. Okay. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I was the first few episodes, right? Maybe the first five was, episodes. Was for no, I didn't stop for any reason. Just right. didn't catch it. Was on, when I first got Pluto, the terrible streaming service, <laughs> the only thing that ever worked on it for me, they had an Ash vs. Evil Dead channel. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And Kristen was away for a weekend, and it was yeah. like, whatever. And I literally watched like the whole thing through, and then I, then I stayed watching it. That's so fun. That's great. 
he's good in this. It's, yeah. it's not like your typical Bruce Campbell because he's it's he's more buttoned down in this. Like he's 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 being held to the script. He's, a bit. Kind of, he's the straight man. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was interesting to see him like that because you're not you're not used to seeing him like like when he was um you know they were interrogating him and then maniac cop shows up. I expected like okay now we're gonna see full Bruce Campbell, but like, no no he's staying a cop. Yeah. Like this yeah. is this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting look. It was, <clears throat> it was kind of, in a, in a little, in some ways, a little bit disappointing. I was, I was like, kind of, but it, but it's not fair though because I know, but it does, it does make sense for his character, right? That's what I'm saying. So like, because I, I agree, I wanted to be disappointed too, but that's not fair to be disappointed that the movie wrote a character that made sense for sure. You know, just because Bruce, I want, I want to see Bruce Campbell kind of go full Bruce Campbell, but it doesn't make sense for the story, right? I didn't, I didn't hate seeing him as the as the uh, protagonist either, though. As the, hero, as cool the hero, yeah, kind of cool yeah. seeing him in that. Absolutely, that yeah, yeah, for sure. You can see why his his career was better off going the other way, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, wife gets killed. The, uh, the, the great maid, setup. The maid goes in and she finds the, finds the wife in the hotel room with her throat slashed. Um, great makeup there. Yeah, I, I, think, I think the gore was effective. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie, it was pretty effective. I think the biggest problem with the gore was Maniac Cop close up, ripped apart. Maniac Cop somewhat distanced, clean-faced. Cover his face better if you're not going to put makeup on him every time. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's the answer. Is you got to kind of... Just do more turnaround stuff like they did in the more close-up stuff before the reveal. I think but, they were trying to... Get you to see how he could be mistaken for Bruce Campbell. It's kind of how I were. agree, but it, you know the chin, the yeah. chin angle, right? But it just they played they played tricks a little bit. <laughs> but the scars were just so pronounced around his mouth and his chin. Yeah, that 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 when when at the reveal, I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine; it shouldn't make sense. This movie, no, yeah. no it's fine. But continuity errors are abundant in these. Uh, in yeah, these they, movies, they, so. they, not, they don't have enough not, money for a continuity editor, like. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're not they're not going to be flawless, right? Know. Okay, so Cam, is Campbell starts getting interrogated. Really lazy interrogation. Lazy interrogation, and the the lawyer has no confidence in him whatsoever. Just just tell him to take a plea. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. It was it's very much like the lawyer in Con Air. Yeah, just oh, like <laughs> Christ, just a very ineffectual lawyer. <laughs> um. And then we meet Mallory, for like real we meet Mallory, who's the worst vice undercover cop on full time. Is that what her, like, yeah. is, if, her, if her job is to catch Johns. She's awful. She's terrible at it. Yeah. Like. They're really fucking bad. It, you know, what else would her job be? There's, there's, you know, the whole rumor of like, oh, if, if you ask somebody yeah, to a cop, true. they have to say yes. That's not true. That's not true. At all. No. So, like, this guy... You got me! <laughs> yeah, this guy asking if she was a cop, she doesn't have to say yes. Like, nope. she could have gotten... Like, they could have done an eight-second amount of research to figure that out. <laughs> but even beforehand, little more... Like, come yeah. on. The only thing I kind of dug about that, though, is that, like, I've never seen that played out that way. <laughs> like, there's a million times you see movies where you, know, you gotta tell me if you're a cop. Like, that's like the... 
you know, whether it's true or not, it's it's like fiction lore right, in these 100%. TV shows and these yeah, cop yeah. procedurals. This is the first time the cops are ever like, ooh, score one for you, <laughs> yeah. get up, have a nice day. And then they like, then they weirdly flirt with each other yeah, on the way right. out. They're yeah, going to be thinking about you later tonight. She's yeah. Like, you can't arrest you for that. Yeah. <laughs> it, How about you arrest him for trying to solicit a prostitute? Nice. <laughs> right. You could do that. One of those raise the eyebrow scenes where like, oh, there's something, something going on here. I don't know what it is, but I guess it's not a, you know, a flaw of hers that she hasn't had, you know, been introduced to prostitutes. But like, you've been around people who talk to each other. Yeah, it's, it's a, <laughs> not a good. She's not very good at a job. No, but, it, but, you know, if she had to book, if she, but if she had to book this guy, that she wouldn't have run into Maniac Cop. Which the next scene is a good scene when we see how. Scary, how strong, how strong he is. Oh, I shot him in the head numerous times. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that was a great timing by McRae to get there. He's and, a good cop and uh, brain, you know, do his best. Uh, I do have a question. Two cops interacted with the maniac cop when Bruce Campbell was in jail. Is that not enough to get him out? Yeah, no, that's a big problem. Yeah, yeah, no. Like you would think, like a guy, uh, Bruce Campbell is arrested. Um, for suspicion of being maniac cop, two police officers uh, get into a gunfight with the maniac cop <laughs> while the guy's in jail. And, One being and the girlfriend and his only witness, yeah, and he's still and he's and he's still like being thought of as the perp. I, I thought there was a ton of this going on. There's a ton of this going on, like right up into the end, where yeah. it's just like, why, like, where. There's been so many incidents and so many accounts here. Like, is no one talking to each other? Like, what? And like you said, Joe, there's no cameras or anything. These two guys are not even the same body type. Like, what? Yeah. What is happening? Uh, Yeah. yeah, I um, I did dig his lawyer though. His lawyer came in real hot. (laughs) Real hot. I love that. Like, it just, it just, that's where it just turns it down into a Law and Order episode. Yeah, well, inadmissible, inadmissible. Yeah. They're like, oh, jeez, they're like got a little startled. I want to, I want to, in the middle of a, a, a Best Picture Kez episode when, when like, when the debate's turning the wrong way and I don't like that where it's headed when you guys are like beating me down or something, I'm just going to stand up and go, inadmissible. <laughs> <laughs> your line of questioning was not in line with what we normally do here, inadmissible. Move on. Oh, God. Artie's What's gonna, your number five? Artie's really going to latch onto that. Hearsay. We're not talking Charlie Sheen anymore. It's inadmissible. <laughs> What's your number six? <laughs> I, I did like the part in uh, after they they inter after they encounter maniac cop they go they go to like his local watering hole and get four whiskeys and, and drink none of them. Well, he's like, well, he's like mm, Joey. I had a note at, at first. At first, he's, uh-uh. at first he says, "Oh, I want to I'll run my tab." Three minutes later, there's like, "Okay, last call." It's like <laughs> doubles. Yeah. No, no, no. She ain't finishing that one. I know. Listen. I know when someone isn't finishing their drink. Right. She ain't she didn't even started her drink. She's not getting another double. Okay. The old quote is the special place in hell for people who waste good whiskey. Yeah. That's an inglorious bastard. It is. is. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, but none of that. None no, of that. You finish your your first double before I give you a double at last call. Right. No. At last call. No. Exactly. My God. You could have a shot, maybe. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I did dig the bar scenes though. I love. Bar the, I love I love the New York City bar. Uh, they did a good job, like building yeah, like yeah. that, like um, ambiance of, of it. it like, yeah. I, I felt it, it which is, is really cool. Yeah, it's funny because even in that second bar, you see like shamrocks and streamers. You're like, oh, I wonder if like St. Patrick's Day is nearby when they filmed it, like when they filmed this. And sure enough, it was like part of the. Yeah. It was it became part of the movie, which is kind of really 
It's competent. It's competent. It's something you don't expect to see out of movies like this. No. Usually with these movies, they're wearing winter coats and then surfing in the next scene and then wearing winter coats. That's true. Yeah. So the fact that this was, they built the world that we are in spring. Everyone was dressed appropriately for spring. They, they had an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, listen, we, we've said this before. There are parts of this movie that are executed pretty well. Right. Wasting four fucking whiskeys is a goddamn <laughs> problem. Well... I, I I I blame the bar for that. They 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 should know better. Mm. Well, the bars, what are they going to do? They're going to make money. Yeah. Well, they're supposed to be like, no, you're probably not going to drink these. Well, we don't see the second round of doubles come out. So we've seen the first round not get sure. touched. She could have just yeah, she could have just said, oh, okay, I'll be right back with them, dude, and then fair just enough, kick them just out. run no, the we're table not serving anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. No. That's fair. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so now we meet Shelley Noland, the cripple. Yeah, can we not call her that? <laughs> I know they call her that in the movie. But plus, he's just—he's just sticking to the uh, sticking. the world of, of maniac cop. So, I yes, know, right? So eighties eighties terminology, your sure. late eighties terminology. Sure. I know Let's... her. I know her injury and her brace are newish. Even though when we first get described her, we say, it sounds like she's in a brace for twenty years. But we find out this yeah. brace is only since. Um, he he died. She thought. Yeah. So it's new. It's we're like months into her having a brace, not twenty years, but whatever. Right. Her cane work was poor. Yeah, she was not very convincing. <laughs> she would have fallen on her fucking face with, yeah. if that's how she's using a cane. It, it felt like it also felt like at times her cane was like eight feet long. <laughs> she wasn't convincing of much of anything. Like she was. It was. It was less yeah. of a cane and more like Gandalf's staff. <laughs> it was just like. It was, but yeah. like, it just broke off the leg of a table and yeah. started walking around. Canes are supposed to support the injured leg. Yes, they're not supposed to be three feet out of your. It's not. It's not a scene, cane. Right. right. I think she thought she was blind. They might have told her she was blind. <laughs> uh, like a tapping stick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was awful in this. Yeah, she wasn't great. Spiking levels and uh, and trying to. Yeah. Trying to draw the attention of, of something. I don't know what was Hysterical going on. death. Yeah. yeah. Wailing like a banshee. Hyster- it, was, it was a good death. Yeah. Hysterical fucking death. But, um, yeah, what a nightmare. But Frank's smart enough to follow her because he realizes what's going on. Something, well, if she's the only one that knew about the affair. It makes sense. Something's fishy. Again, story points making sense. McCray's a good detective. Yeah. Yeah, and um, speaking of great deaths... You know, Fofarina really, uh, really went out with a bang there. I mean, that's, that was a that, good one. that's how you go in a movie right there. Absolutely. Yes. Throw out the window onto a taxi roof. Land onto the yeah, taxi Your roof. friend waiting for you to react. Really well done across the board with that death. Yeah, she, she, Shelly just getting slammed face first into a wall. I know. And, and I'm watching and it's just like, oh, 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 he's going out the window. Oh. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's still—he's all right. He's all right. So it's, like, it's like Homer Simpson with with the pig, the flying pig. It's a—it's a, just a little. It's, a, it's still good. It's still good. It's just a little mud. It's still good. Just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. Oh, great death! And also getting him out of there before the kind of climax of the movie. I love that top build guy. Let, let it, letting the, the the two kids have to do it on their own. Exactly. Yeah. I really like you know as much as I liked his character, I do like that they got him out of there because one, you didn't expect it. Mm. Because, you know, you're thinking during it, like, all right, how is he going to get out of this? He's getting his ass kicked by, right. by a fucking something's zombie. Something's going to happen. Right. right. I figured, like, 
who knows what's like maybe Shelly turns or Bruce Campbell escapes Bruce or, Campbell yeah. es- like something and no they just fucking killed him or, and yeah or his partner or whatever right yeah. good job yeah good fucking job and yeah. then we find out the police just do not have cameras in police headquarters yeah not, don't have much security either it's just kind of the mayor is just kind of strolling around you know there's a lot of a lot of like uh, to swing by the yeah we just yeah we just got a guy in holding and everything's fine yeah. now. I, I I liked when um, the two B cops came upstairs and they then they they ran into Bruce Campbell and he's like I didn't do it this isn't me I'm getting out of here he's like and then the whole thing is like oh should we get him he's like oh no he said he didn't do it yeah it's just like. Yeah. It was like that was like a weird cell phone. They're, they're recorded ADR from inside of a garbage can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just completely out of yeah, out of Yeah, they watched that and they were like, Well, this doesn't make sense that he got out. So yeah, like, yeah. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they needed I don't know. Have like a puppet conversation. Right, they're like, this does that. not why did they let him go? What do you think, Lamb Chop? How did he get out? Well I think he's just fine. I don't know he did. He said he didn't do it, so I guess he didn't do it. Uh, yeah, but that was... I would have loved to have seen... More gore more, here? More of that. More of him just, like, running. More ADR? No, 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 no Just no, running no, through no, Manhattan no. with people no, like, no, oh, no, there no, he is. No. I would I would love to have seen... Oh, look at that. Uh, I would have loved to have seen uh, Maniac Cop running, like, just... Rough just, shot. Just going through the precinct. Just well, like, me too. I wanted more gore there, and I yeah. wanted to see more of it. So oh, you wanted, like, Terminator style. I wanted, like, I wanted, yeah. like, I wanted to live getting ripped off. Yeah, I wanted, like, full bore. I didn't want like, to see, every wanted, time I saw a cop that we didn't see get killed, like, like, I, like, it bummed me out. At least show me the cop that, like, he killed, like, that he hanged. Right. You know what I mean? Like, show, show me something. Throw more gore there. Throw money in the gore there, because yeah. that, that would make that even... Because it's a good scene that would make it a really good scene. It would have been kind of. It would have been really. Really. It would have been compelling to see. Like I think. I think they missed like. They missed the hard part. It's been a while since they've had like something really bloody and and kind of scary, and it would have been kind of cool to to kind of reintroduce that. But absolutely, you know, this listen. These movies wouldn't be here if they if they didn't miss opportunities. Right, if they, yeah, made, we, if they we, made more we, than four hundred thousand dollars, we wouldn't be talking about these movies if they did everything perfectly. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, then we meet the worst. Well, can we can oh. we talk? Can we talk about? Uh, can we talk about Maniac Maniac Cops flashback to Sing Sing? Let's talk about like, Maniac Cops flashback to Sing Sing. His the eyes open, the eyes open in like, his uniform, like music that kind of sounded like from the Poltergeist. It was kind of it's kind of sounded like the Poltergeist score a little bit. <laughs> Um, and just him walking through and just like, and all the, all the inmates just turn around, hey, look at this fucking guy. <laughs> Everyone's like just staring at him. And like, you know, the, like an Eastern Promises kind of naked shower. Yeah, I was waiting for them to kind of have the blurry circle on his crotch. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they just got on like a shaded out area there. Yeah, well. Yeah, the shadows really worked in their favor there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, and this is where you see Robert Zadar. As a trained fighter, right? Because he because he is one, and this is where actually he he shines as a performer in this scene. You know, with the choreography and the and the fighting off of the three guys. The problem was the guys that he was fighting; they were chumps. Yeah, right. So he looked just so much better than them. And you know what it was like? It was like it was like Streets of Rage, like fighting <laughs> against a computer, right? Like you're Max, and you're just like. 
and you know, he's just like beating the shit out of these other three. Right. Guys. Because that's where Samurai Cop does a good job. They met, let Zadar be intimidating. Yeah, he is intimidating in that. Right. In this, but it's terrible fighting scenes, though. <laughs> well, yes, that was just poor. That was just trash. I, I, I don't think that's his. I don't think that's Zadar's fault. Though. No, he can't control that. They're doing ten frames per. <laughs> super speed. But he was just clearly such a better fighter than these guys. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. One guy jumped on his back in jeans. Like, why the fuck? Like, what kind of. What is this? He was fending off Boggs' crew pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> he was shirtless in jeans. Right. In the shower. Oh, you know what? I just, I just, it just came to me. How fucking awesome would it be if Robert Zadar was in Roadhouse? Oh, that would have been fucking mm. amazing. I would have loved to have seen that. I mean, he was in Tango and Cash. He was in big, like, real movies. Yeah. in fucking Roadhouse. I mean, he was... That was his biggest one was Tango and Cash, right? By far, yeah. yeah. Um, like, him as him as one of Wesley's guys in Roadhouse. Well, would have really, fit right in. Would have been, been perfect. fucking great. Would have fit right in. Yeah. And he would have stood out. Undeniable presence. 100%. Undeniable presence. Roadhouse, the fighting scenes are a little too good in Roadhouse. Like, people actually got, like, hurt. They all went to the hospital. They were actually fighting. They just all went, they just beat the shit out of each other. You can say that makes some bad fight scenes. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know. Uh, Then we meet the worst medical examiner in the history of medical examiners. This was. Oh, Gruber? Yeah. Yeah. This is the guy who got bugged out and was like, he knew. Kind of thing, right? So oh, yeah. you knew so, he was allowed. This is like he kind of played like the, but it yeah, didn't, it didn't he kind of played like the Donald Pleasance role a little bit. Like you didn't have to see him, but it didn't. You didn't sense. have to be with why, him in the room every day. Then why read the file? Lie about what's in the file before completely outing yourself. Like give yourself a chance. So yeah. he was confused, and then he read. Are there many people who are dead but not really dead that you let go? Like, why did the file be the thing that reminded you? Yeah, this guy should have had a very aggressive British accent. That's what I, that's what I would have wanted. I wanted, I wanted him to go full Donald Pleasant. Because for him to be like, oh, I don't remember him. He reads file. Oh, a woman picked, claimed his body. Oh, no, he because, was the zombie. What? He, yeah. What? He was, he was barely breathing. I figured he was brain dead, so I just gave him to a lady. Like, it's like, sir... You have a you have a code to uphold. You have like an actual like honor code, right? You have a code plus the law. <laughs> yeah. Like you just he's like I don't know. He's, he then he takes out like his, his like carafe of like whatever brown liquor he had and just started drinking it. Uh, he had black eyes. Yeah, the doll's eyes. He was bare. He was breathing, but only barely. Only barely. <laughs> anyway, delivered the bomb. Oh, God. So, yeah, so they, they go to, um, and then they go to the headquarters. Cameraless. What? Cameraless. They go to the camera, like, where, where, the, where the commissioner is, where yep. Commissioner Shaft is. And, uh, <laughs> Shaft! I, lo- I love it that, because when I was like, when we saw the opening credits, I'm like, Richard Roundtree sounds so familiar like who is the kid? He's like, who is that? I'm like, I don't know. Then I Google. I'm like, oh my god, it's Shaft. The second I saw, I same thing. Richard Roundtree. I definitely know who that is. Yeah. The second I saw the guy, I'm like, oh my god, it's Shaft. Yeah. I'm like, I started hysteric. It was right after they played that Shaft style. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, they they let us in. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. They got fucking Shaft for this. Yeah. Richard Roundtree is a goddamn legend. Goddamn legend. Just just drinking whiskey at work, talking shit with his friends. Just hysterical scene. It was yeah. great. The mayor has zero security. He's just strolling around, hopping into elevators. It's just maniac cop. He's just maniac copy. Let's be completely honest here. Yeah. And then we see the worst CPR in the history of CPR. 
I must have missed this, Joe. You'll have to walk. Yeah, wait, wait, he was wait. literally pushing hands, switching hands each time, <laughs> changing parts on the chest when the doctor was going through the flashback. Oh, oh CPR. Okay, okay. And he's literally, like, it was the worst CPR that you could possibly have seen. Like, Cole, my two and a half year old son, could do more effective CPR on me. <laughs> Who weighs 210 pounds more than him. Let's hope he doesn't have to. Let's hope he does not have to. Let's give him a few years. That'd be a bad day for Cole. I'd much rather him. That'd be a bad day for Joey. (laughs) I mean, I'd much rather him than Dr. Group switching hand. I mean, just pushing one hand at points. I think the the, nightmare. The survival percentage of the person who's in need of a two-year-old giving him CPR is zero. extremely low. Yes, zero. You're at a full zero. It's not, it's not yeah. a great spot. You're, you're just destroying the two-year-old. Not a great spot to be. Yeah, yeah you're just giving him trauma. Just, yeah, it's just full yeah. trauma for the life. And a yeah. story that he's telling is when he's 37, why he's still single. <laughs> uh, now, Sam Raimi's in a scene. Oh, is he? He's the reporter. He's the reporter. Oh, I missed at, that. That's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, who like talks oh, through okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The presence of the cops, yeah. I thought um, he looked familiar. Yes, having yeah, Sam Raimi in this just uh, like young Sam Raimi is just fucking fantastic. After Sam, yeah, Sam Raimi's there as, as a reporter. I mean, he got them the money. He got them the million yeah. dollar budget without Sam did, Raimi being involved. Did you know? Did you notice here in the Suffolk County Police yeah. banner? It no, a, it was the first banner that in the yeah, uh, cool. in the parade. Uh, this this is a uh, this is um, if you listen if you are familiar with the Red Letter Media guys, um, they talk about this when they they talk about some of these B movies. And they call it shooting the rodeo, where people are filming a, um, you know, just a, a terrible, like, independent movie, and they're really low on time. But guess what? Oh, there's a rodeo in the next town. If we can, sh- if we can sh- film footage of that and somehow tie it into the plot, we can give, our, to, we can give ourselves ten minutes of screen time. <laughs> and it's called shooting the rodeo. So you're basically using like a, a public a public event that you're allowed to video, and they're using it to kind of pad pad the runtime. Yeah, okay. So this is basically shooting the yeah, rodeo, it's only it's a New York City St. Patrick's. And you're having Sam Raimi do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, because it was he shot that before the movie, and that was the first thing shot in the whole movie. Was that right? Is, yeah. Is there some tongue in cheek to in Borat when he actually shoots at a rodeo? Is that was he playing all the words? <laughs> no, no. He was shooting the rodeo. At I, I think rodeo. that was, I think that was just. Um, the weird the whole obsession with death that Sasha Baron Cohen has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> how he secretly wants to, you know, subconsciously wants to die really badly, putting himself <laughs> in positions to do so. Um, no, I, 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 thought it was, I thought it was, like I said before, it was kind of cool seeing the whole tie-in. You, you kind of see glimpses of the shamrocks and yeah. the bar and the streamers. Yeah, it was cool. And it was, it was kind of, a, it was a cool way. It was one of the very few times where something is, I wouldn't say it's paid. I wouldn't say paid off. Because, but it made, they built the world made, they built made yes. sense, though. This, it, was good world, it was good world building. This gets the authentic New York check mark. 100%. It gets, yeah, the, it gets sure. the thumbs up. <clears throat> we approve. And, you know, we've talked about this a bunch, you know, and I, I, it drives me nuts when you get, like, New York City in Vancouver. Right. You know, like, well, that, I mean, most, most of this movie shot in LA. You see hills <laughs> in the background of points. Most of it shot in LA. Okay, uh, yeah. But, but, but there are, like, there enough are, is filmed in New York are, that... They, yeah. they we do, get the bridge shots. Right. They get, there's, they there's, do, there's an authentic depiction here. I'm not yes. saying it. I'm not saying the whole thing is, but you get an authentic yeah. depiction of these. But it's not a fake street in another place. They're on streets in New York. Then you do the indoor stuff in New York, like, and like the rooftop stuffs. Yeah, I gotta York. say too. You know, we didn't mention this, but in the very beginning, one of the first shots. Oh, with the World Trade Center. The World Trade yeah. Center. Fantastic shot too. And I love. And I, it was at night. 
So it was just really just seeing the lights. Yeah, and cool. they sat on it for a second longer than you would think, which I really appreciate nice. it because it lets you know where it is. Nice and, establishing yep. shot. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, we didn't talk about that, but that is a fantastic yeah. shot. And you know, seeing the World Trade Centers is always special. Always great. Yeah, always great. It's time for the end. Well, yeah, I mean... The big, sh- the right, big so show we, we, did, we did talk about Chef dying. <laughs> that part, actually, I watched this with my wife. That part actually made her jump. Oh, when, when like, the knife pops when, up? When he, came, when he kind of came out, when, when the doors closed and we're in for the elevator. You see the knife? And you see the knife. That, that made... The, not, it didn't scare her. But, like, that kind of gave her, like, oh, okay, this is... Well, the noise, the music... The music was... Nailed it. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, I just... I don't like the, um... I don't like 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 killing off two main characters, bang bang, like that. Like like I would say there were main characters. Yeah. Oh, I do. there were more main characters than the other people who were killed. You know, like, they were, the, were, were they not the most other than other than um, than Atkins who falls in the taxi? Are they not the most major characters that could have died? Well, probably probably uh, Shelley, right? Yeah. Oh come on with her. I mean, well, she was, I mean, she was yeah. She, she sucked, but she was the partner. Yeah, I don't know. It's the mayor and the head police like guy. Like, or even if they're the, not major as far as the narrative, they're or, they're title or, or what's presented. They're big, yeah, title wise. It's a big deal. Yeah, but I like that he killed the mayor. I like that he disposed of them so quickly that it was. I tell you the opposite of me. I, I did not. <laughs> like this. I like that because I like that. Like I didn't need a. Change. I wanted like I wanted Roundtree to have like a moment. I yeah, see, to, I didn't like, need that. I wanted you, motherfucker. You. I, I didn't need that. I needed it to be Bruce Campbell and Teresa Mallory being yeah. the ones because that's how I, it was set up. I, I did I did like the whole concept of um, maniac cop killing the the creepy cop. Yes, and real creepy. And fucking she was dude. handcuffed to this guy, this this fat cop that was dead weight, and she's like trying to escape from him, huh. and he has like and she's like connected to like this two hundred and twenty pound guy, like trying to lug him through the office building. Fucking. I thought that I thought that was a really cool. Uh, that was a cool really way. Cool yeah. set piece too. Piece uh, it made yeah. sense why it was difficult for her to get away. Yeah, and it's like we survived. We survived the first scene without the creepy, rapey moment. Like now, it's like, well, it's just the two of us. Like, oh god, no, we're back here it's again. Like, Jeez. It was. It was. It was. This, this is going to sound weird. It was a relief when I looked on IMDb because IMDb they tell you like, oh, like, um, like in terms of rating, like how much gore, how much nudity, language, right. nudity, violence. Uh, nu- it said it said nudity. No, and I'm like, oh, that's a refresher. Because yeah. like this movie had all the makings of like a really brutal rape scene. That yeah. I just did not want to like, watch. Oh, I, I, I thought it was coming. I yeah. thought it was coming several I, times. And I saw I saw that early on. I'm like, good. I don't have to worry. See, about I didn't that. look at that till after, and I. I thought the same thing. I was like, this fucking creep in the mullet. It's going to be like, like Maniac Cop's going to pull this like naked cop off of her. Yeah. Like, it's going to be just Oh, like, God. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Joey, what? <laughs> don't write one of these movies. Like, I, I need to write one of these movies. I know. It's it, gonna... would just, it would just be all rape. It would be like... <laughs> A lot of like gore and, you know. It'd be dark. Relations with machines and other. <laughs> I, will, I will say this. Everyone should uh, watch Titan. I, 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 I will say this. Uh, Deadly Prey. Uh. Deadly Prey has some rape in it. It has some <laughs> so, rape. So yeah. you, you dodged that bullet. Um, way too long rape. Yeah. Uh, and so... so uh, the SWAT team so just the, gives the Mal- up. The Mallory, she busts out and the, and the cops are like, hey, there's there's Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Not Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah, around the scrum. Go yeah. get him. 
They're, and, the SWAT team was like, ha ha! Yeah. It took 20 it's of them. like, the mayor just got murdered at knife point, guys. Right. Like, at knife a point. Cop can, is, you, can, you, can we do a little better job of yeah. security a, or pr- protocol? A cop is fleeing the rooftops being chased <laughs> by a zombie. And they're like, ha ha, Bruce Campbell, we got him. Uh, they, that they, was cool. That was a cool shot. It was uh, a great shot. Yeah. Over the, uh, the, the yeah. parade. Very, like, Ghostbusters-y. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. So, uh, he's in the paddy wagon. He gets locked in and... I, I, Bruce Campbell does some great physical work here. Great, in the, that, in the back of the uh, the back of the. That was the most like Bruce Campbell in the entire thing. Watching him yeah. flip around that back. Yeah, that was really good Bruce Campbell work. Because they just said, "Flip like this car is going nuts." <laughs> yeah, just go wild. And he went wild, and I loved every second of it. And then Mallory and the cop in the car just decide they don't want to call backup until they get to the place they're going for some reason. Yeah, I uh, maybe say like, okay, hey. So- we're following the paddy wagon with the murderer and the kidnapped cop who you think is the murderer, and we know exactly where they're going. Why don't you show up here? How, did, how did this all... I guess he got absolved because people were murdered. Well, he was in... Well, he, was, yeah. well, he was outside, I guess. Well, because the, the, the maniac cop was in the lead. I guess. So they saw him. I, I know, it's just funny that like, it's, it, like, this is what it took for him to get... <laughs> Like this is what happened. It's bad police work. Uh, it's bad. bad police work. Yeah. A ton of uh, a ton of Eastwood influence here was yeah. uh, was clear. I mean, we talked about Dirty Harry, but also the movie The Gauntlet. Like there was some okay, I don't this know chase was. scene here. Just there's a lot of taken from really? from the Gauntlet there, and, and and the big chase scene in that, and even the the ending in that. And uh, I don't know. Are we at up the ending yet? We're, 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 we, the, can, we're, we can do the ending. We're yeah. at the ending. Well, I guess this is all part of the ending here. We the reveal, Joe. You've mentioned a couple times his face. Uh, right. Yeah. The close up of his face. Was this satisfying? Was this unsatisfying? It was very satisfying. But then I realized how much they missed with the middle shots, and then I was just in my head about that. Okay. Yeah. But I do love the scene. That it was good makeup. I thought decent makeup. I thought it was decent makeup. I would have loved to have seen. Uh, well, I guess he, he showed his eyes before. It'd be kind of cool to see, like, the, his eyes a little bit different. Not, I agree. Not like, I, I, I wish they were a little bit more inhuman. I agree. that uh, Like, he could have used like, um, I, eye contact lenses. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. black contact lenses. I'm happy this happened when it happened, because if you did that makeup now, it would be, oh, you're just trying to be the Joker. So I'm happy that they wanted <laughs> to do that shit. One of the problems that I had is that I didn't know what was wrong with this guy. Like, I, I like, I, I was well, like, I'm like, all right, well, the second time I watch this, it'll be a little more clear to me. And is it, I, what is he, is he alive? Is he dead? Is he like, well, what is the, why is his face deformed? I, I, well, he got sliced in yeah, yeah, his yeah. face is deformed because he got cut up. Yeah, well, yeah, the, when he had the one slice along his cheek. Yeah, well, well, the other about, you saw, you saw yeah, it all over the place. When he was on the bottom of the shower, instead of killing him, they were just like, ha-ha, like fake carving him. Yeah, but is that how scars work, though? They don't... Uh, well, yeah, you get cut deep enough, yeah. yeah. And you don't get healed. And facial scar if you get the keloid skin. Like, a lot of... Like, you got, like, the guys it looked print- very external, though. It, it didn't look scar tissue-y. It looked like... Like it still, looked but, like uh, like someone wait in the waiting right. room at Beetlejuice. But he didn't know, like, get stitched up because he was dead, so they didn't stitch him up. And like the okay, doctor said, we're not okay, making him look good. Right, we're yeah, not a more. Yeah, and you know, and you see a lot of guys who go to prison. They have this, the the kind of like curve slice from their ear to their mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. That always heals bumped up like keloid uh-huh. because one that means that you are super deep because that means someone talked. It was right, a rat. Right, right. So they're so you're only getting that if you're in prison. So it's not like you're getting like great care. We're right. getting like the guy who fucking lost his license for touching a girl's boob while she was under doing your stitches. And we, we saw Bruce hmm. Campbell had a little scar too. 
and it, if you go back and watch it, he had a little scar on his mouth too. Oh, so right. I think that was played into maybe with the mistaken identity thing. But um, yeah, so what what was wrong with him? Like, was he just he wasn't undead, right? Or I don't he, know. Like, I think he was undead because he took shots. He disappeared. I think he died, but couldn't die because he was. So he's like a, a zombie. He's of like sorts. a zombie. It, it, was, yeah. it was fueled by fueled by vengeance. Yeah, I okay. think that, that's how I took it. All right, I can deal. I can deal with that. The, yeah. I yeah. think the doctor. Could have gotten there. They just—I don't think they knew how to write it, and they're just like, "They'll figure it out." Sure. Right. And here I am, having not figured it. out. <laughs> they didn't tell us. Right. It was very unclear. They're it's, not going to watch this a second time. Yeah. This is what are they going to do? Have a podcast about this? <laughs> no, one, no one is going to analyze this movie yeah. or bring it up at a Bruce Campbell uh, Comic Con. No, what, what are people going to talk about this in twenty twenty two? What is this? And I mean, this this movie's been watched so many times since it. Bombed. It's amazing. Oh, it's a cult classic for sure. I mean, this this is considered one of the top of these movies. Yeah, like this. This is, is really. It? Oh yeah, this isn't like that upper, you know, Miami Connection echelon. I uh, saw it. Like, doesn't qualify for sub fifty above sub fifty. Yeah, it's above fifty. fifty is it really? Yeah. It's fifty three. I think on the audience. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. I, it's always it's always funny. like when I when Miami Connection wasn't eligible. That I'm pissed like, me off so fucking. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody would vote for it, but I really want to pick it to make all you. It's well, me. I mean, I tried. Listen, I tried that one time, the Samurai Cop and things like that. The problem is just and not enough go. people have it seen not, it. Did not go well. Fifty-three, so, fifty-three critic, forty audience. Believe it or not, wow. so, That's so it didn't. Funny. It hasn't qualified in the past. We'll just say that. <laughs> teaser. Qualified. Spoiler alert, folks. It has not qualified in the past. Um, Man, Maniac Cop once again can't die, even when he has a pole through his chest and drowns. Yeah, yeah. The hand, the, uh, the hand, hand up is great. So the, let, the yeah, I let, do wish the more scarred hand was the one that came out of the water. Let me. I, I like the glove. <laughs> I, I was. Re- <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was really disappointed by the ending. Yes, it really? was so abrupt. I'm very upset. And it was so. And it was so. There's such a lack of a conclusion. It's so unsatisfying. I mean, I watched it. And it, it gets it gets filed into the cabinet of. All right, let's just destroy a bunch of shit and end the movie. Yep. You know, Silver yeah. Streak is another one of those too. But um, I, I honestly think they just ran out of money. This like, I mean, like, you might. Happened. We're gonna have it go. That's probably like, what happened. Who's I mean, gonna pay for this? Right, that might uh, be the cut, answer. Cut, cut. Yeah. Everybody in the buses, yeah. let's get out of here. That might be the answer. That might be yeah. what happened. But yeah, it, it would have been, been kind of cool to see some kind of see some kind of closure. But but they had to set up Mania Cop too. <laughs> yeah, sure. Dun, dun, dun. With, the guy from, with the guy from Goonies in it. Oh, you've never seen the never Goonies? Never seen Goonies. Uh, one, one of the FBI agents from Die Hard. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the the white the white guy. Uh, he's in he's in Goonies. He's one of the bad guys in Goonies. Oh shit! And he's um he's in Mania Cops two and three. Like one of the brothers. One of the Fratelli, not not oh. Joe, not Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, the other, the other one. one. So is this the guy from the Wire? Is he in the Wire? No, I don't think so. Not the main, not the main guy, right? Not the guy that connects Marlowe. Uh, no, in, no, in season two, the um, like the bodyguard to the Greek. Right. Yeah, it's not him. Okay. It was. okay, so with that lack of a payoff, let's just go to the awards. Ah, the worst picture cast awards. Here we go. Oh man, let's I'm excited. This is scary. Okay. So first, MVP. MVPs. Kieran. 
My MVP, um, I, I listen, I'm not going to outthink this. Uh, I'm going to stay on brands with this. It's got to be Bruce Campbell. 100%. Yes, I'm on board with you fully. It's the thing that got me the most excited to, to get through this movie, and, and um, he, he floated it for me. Bruce Campbell, MVP. I, I, had, I had a feeling you guys were going to both, at least you were going to do it, so I, I, went, I went a different route. I went with Robert Zadar. Yeah, um, I, I'm a big just, fan of him. I yeah, really, I, I like, I like him a lot. I think, I think he, uh, it just that that fight scene alone in the prison. I, th- I thought he did a great job of that. He looked great in his tucked in jeans. He did. You know, I'm glad that guy has like a fan base of because he, he does a good job in these movies. He has a loyal fan base, very yeah. loyal. People love him. I, I, that's the thing about these these kind of movies that like if you love these movies, like you're all in on hundred percent. So, and it's nice that he had his little. You know, he had his he had his group, and he had people that you know love to meet him and things like that. Yeah, it's sad that you know he died young, but you know people love him, and I I think you know these movies started to turn a little bit when he was still alive, so we got to go to those yeah, psycho he conventions. Yeah, to, to see it pay off. Yeah, yeah so it's good for him. All right, um, Joey, what's your LVP? You know, it should have been cameras. The lack of cameras. Okay. <laughs> because fuck that at the police station. At the police station. Police headquarters. But uh, Cherie North, who Shelley Nolan, um, she she has to be the worst actress I've ever seen in my entire life. Is this the first time you're giving it to an actress yes. and not a character? Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to sync up with you again here, Joe. That's Whoa. my LVP. That was a slam dunk LVP for me. I she mean, was... I think she thought she was in Surf Nazis Must Die. I, and I, it, it did not work in this world no, at I, all. It, it was, was terrible. Yeah, terrible. It was awful. And I, I, just, also, sorry. I also hated the character. I hated the character. I hated the... The em- employment of it, it reminded me so much of, like, of, of Bane in Dark Knight Rises, where, like, you have this badass, unstoppable, awesome bad guy, and then you find out three-quarters of the movie that he's just a pawn for someone else. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Like, I like the, the idea that Bane is just this big master. Yeah. It would have been kind of cool, and th- this would have answered your question, too, about, like, why is Maniac Cop the way he is? It would have been cool if she, like, Dabbled in some kind of dark. If she, like, if she was like a witch or something like that, and she kind of, or she dabbled in something unnatural. You know what I mean? She kind of was able to resurrect him. Not just a whiny or, pencil pusher. Yeah, it would, it would have been kind of cool if, she, if they gave her that kind of depth. That would have at least I added agree. to her. Uh, made her mystique. made the character useful. Poorly written character too. It was it, a poorly written yes. character. It was. It was. Just, it, it was, it was not, nothing about it. But here's the yeah. thing. You know, it was a poorly written character where the actor made it worse. Yes. Yeah, yeah you and did. that hurts. Yeah, usually when you have a performance, there's, you, you can either be like, okay, well, the the the, adver, the actor made some bad choices, or the actor did what they could with poor material. Hundred percent. This was the, the the perfect storm. Yeah, and and listen, this isn't a movie where we where we need wonderful acting performances, no. or it's just everyone in the movie is wearing plaid, and she's wearing neon green. Right, and it's just it just yeah. sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And it's like, the at door. worst, just do your fucking job, yeah. and she, you're okay. And she's in the green man costume, going wow, wow, wow. <laughs> <and she's> like, <laughs> yeah, no good, no good. No, she she you know, and normally like Grant, you said I, I, I my LVP is usually the character or Artie. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. You know, those are my LVPs, and this is the first time I've gone out of that and. It's, welcome. Well, you've, you've taken your first steps into a, a, yes. a bigger world. Yeah, fuck that. It's way less fun, but she was just so bad uh, I couldn't I couldn't look past it. Well, I, Joey, I for one... It was ap- also probably Artie, but... Joey, I for one appreciate you doing this. Um, my LVP was the abrupt ending. Okay. And the lack, the yeah. lack of closure. I really feel like um, a few extra minutes would have been kind of cool. Would have been kind of a nice little... I don't... There's some most... I don't need a bow on movies for the most part, but like... 
this one I kind of I would I would have liked a bow on it. Yeah, and and this is this is the the you grant you in the very beginning of this you alluded to the the things that annoy me in Murf Fisher cast, and you know we have the Oscar segment that we'll get to in a little bit. We're almost so there. We'll get, we'll get yeah. hot there. But the other one is the is this section here, the LVP where you guys like say there's no LVP in some of these. movies. A lot of them there is it. Every did, movie has. I only an LVP. did that. I only did that once. And I stand by it. You guys can can just hammer down LVPs in in Godfather and Godfather Two and yeah. Bridge of the River Kwai. Well, God- but but. You know, oh, there's no LVP in Samurai Cop. Because like, if they're all, how about off. the editor? How about the guy? How about the guy who's not taking out the gaps of 15 seconds of silence before because anyone that's says what makes the it other great. thing? Right, but the bad is what makes it that's great. That's what makes it great. Okay, so I just, I just. <laughs> I had Godfather, to pick this Godfather Two had a, six, a sixteen year old girl do a topless scene. Well, that was easy on the That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> um, that is fair. I mean, we should, you do have Samurai Cop where the, the director's feeding the girl wine and then making her do a sex scene. That ain't yeah. so yeah, good. Yeah, she's like nineteen. It's fine. <laughs> it's not so. <laughs> that's not so great. Um, yeah. So I, I just think that there's that there's good bad. And there's bad, bad. And a lot of these movies are good, bad. Like, it's like a lot of things are going, like, it's so bad, it's good. Right. That's what makes it fun. But the entire movie isn't that way. You can always find something that's like, all right, well, and, this was just bad, bad. And, and the, only, the only movie I didn't, the only movie I didn't give an LVP to was, was Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. And I, I stand Artie by. was mine in that, too. Yeah. It's two in a row. <laughs> Artie <laughs> that? Well, Artie the sex offender. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another Artie. A character yes. Artie. Oh, uh, and I, I stand by it. I, I think there are no weak points in Sleepaway Camp for what it is. But the failures the are the least, success of it. But the idea of least is is like who who is dragging behind us? There has to be a last place in every race, is, right? Is but the last place everyone everyone tied for first in Samurai. Uh, Sleepaway Camp. When last first. place is what makes it fun. Yeah, it's it's it switches the <laughs> rankings. So then someone had to finish in first. <laughs> who did too good of a job? I think that could be a yeah. problem. All right, I said my piece. Um, What's next? All right, uh, participation. Participation. Uh, I'll go first. Mine is the woman that got pulled over. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's. I think that's a, that's a hell of a scene. I thought. I thought the actress did a really good job of selling the fear, the uncertainty of it all. Um, I, I love that scene too much to not give it some kind of acknowledgement. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I, I like that. Um, I went with Sam Raimi. He got them the money. Okay, cool. He took the shots. Like he, he didn't play a role in it. I am very sure he talked Bruce Campbell into taking it. You know, yeah, that's not a. St- I, I looked that up and tried to find it, and pretty much, you know, Bruce Campbell goes with. I needed work. Yeah. But I'm sure Raimi was like, Bruce, just it's gonna be fun. Just fucking take it. Wow. Yeah. So I went with Sam Raimi. I also love Sam Raimi very, very much. So Me too. anytime I could talk huge, about Sam Raimi, fan. I know, you know, I think we all are. So I think it's huge an easy fan of his work. Me too. So yeah, you know. Mine is a guy who is overly concerned about his insurance rates. Victim <laughs> <laughs> number two, I love it. I, I just can't have. Listen, you can shank me with that knife here, but just I can't have my insurance rates go up, yeah. please. Guy goes an asshole. Amazing. Oh. Well, hey, listen, the guy's listen. The guy is uh, practical. Yes, absolutely. You know, he's he's a uh, keeps a tight book. He keeps he's a tight he's, book. He's a pragmatic drunk. Pragmatic. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. So um, now we move into the. Worst picture cast special categories that are the, worst picture these are the cast. These ones that Kieran hates the yeah. most. This is this is what I was. I think this is why Kieran wanted nothing to do with us for so long. I never said I wanted nothing to do with you. I never you, said. I, I said let's. You let's, imply. Uh, um, so the winner I wanted to let give love to everyone else. The winner of the best <laughs> picture this year was Rain Man. Um, the nominees. <laughs> 
The nominees were The Accidental Tourist, yeah. Dangerous Liaisons, Mississippi Burning, and Working Girl. <clears throat> so, good Oscar year. Yeah. Um, so our first category is Maniac Cop versus Rain Man. <laughs> what are you watching? I'm, I'm right off the bat. I'm going Maniac Cop. Maniac Cop for the fucking win here. I am too. Yeah! <laughs> You guys are a bunch of rascals. <laughs> and Kieran, what, what are you going? If the day ends with a Y, I'm watching Rain Man any day of the week. Come on now with this. Are, are, if, if, if you're flicking through the TV and... And they're both on. I'm going Maniac. I'm going Maniac. Oh, God if, if, if I sign into Voodoo and they're next to each other and for some reason all I can watch is Voodoo <clears> that day and only those two movies... 95% of the time, I'm going Maniac Cop. Yeah, I would say... If eight, you're plunged into the diner scene with all the toothpicks fall on the ground, and then you turn up and you see, like, uh, you know, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Tom Atkins falling on his car. Well, you're not going back to the toothpick scene? 95% of the time, I'm going Maniac Cop. God, I want to live in that 5% world there, Joe. I, okay. <laughs> hey, listen, 5% of the time... Yeah. You know, if the day ends in the Y, I'm watching. I think the one scene that would fully pull me into Rain Man is the hotel scene with the Raymond part. No, I I think that Rain Man every scene is tight enough where it's gonna suck me. Where this is this is and and I'm way more likely to keep Rain Man on than and I might keep Maniac Maniac Cop on for a laugh or two, but I'm not like I gotta get to that ending scene with the doc. I gotta see the Michael Jackson glove come up over the top of the water. Oh no, I know the ending's gonna disappoint me, but yeah, I'm going Maniac Cop. I'm more likely to stick with Ray Man. If for me to watch, I need to like be in a specific like. Okay, I'd like to watch Rain Man. I want to see. I need Tom Cruise. I want to see Dustin Hoffman. Like I want to see this movie where Maniac Cop is. It's more fun. It's lighter. Yeah, and you get right into it with no stakes. Here's 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 my here's my reasoning for because most of the time I pick the worst picture cast movie. The problem not the problem. My my reasoning is that for a lot of these Oscar movies, I have to be in a certain mood to appreciate them. There there are, there are there are movies that I can watch anytime, like The Godfathers, the No Country for Old Men's, like like right. even like Silence of the Lambs, like sometimes just I'm just not in the mood to watch it. Yeah, see for me Silence of the Lambs. Because it's so it's so dark. So I get the wording. I get the wording. The wording is what would you rather watch? So yeah. on, on any given day. So that's not saying what is the better movie. So no, I, get, I, I get the. Where do you want? I get no. it. I get you it. You there's a tone. Time. There's a tone you guys play with that you that you enjoy playing. It's with very purposeful. And I gotta say the, the <laughs> blasphemy. The more upset you get, the more you play yeah. With it. Uh, I, I'm sure. Hundred <laughs> percent blasphemy. That went against terms of Jeremy is un. It's unsanctioned. And it is just. I hope I'm on that episode. Right. So well, you I won't be your band. You the four. You were banned. <laughs> Melissa's banned. Joey's banned. Grant, you're banned. Adam, if you're listening right now. Dude, well, we'll do it on the Banned from the terms of endurance. Yes, you'll have your say in the rankings. Yeah, good. Banned from that episode. We're well, not having you besmirch it. That's fine. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, well, you're gonna have to watch it again. Well, I guess you're not. I guess you're not. I don't know. No, but I just you watched it. You watched it to satisfy a, a worst picture guest category. You oh, you deserve. It deserves a. It deserves I, a BPC watch. I do not appreciate the implication that I don't go to this movie with an open open mind. I I think that you watched it in a WPC lens and not a BPC lens. That's just my take. I think that in order I, to rank that's, it, that's an incorrect. Take. Okay, that's well, that's my that's my perspective. I don't. I don't. Um, oh, I'm already excited for the rankings. I watched, when we get I all watched fired up Out of Africa one. for Peanut Butter Solution. 
And I think I chose out of Africa. You did. You'd run out of Africa. Solution. And so, like, there is... It's not impossible. It's just that Sleepaway Camp is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have an issue with that. I have an issue with, on the Samurai Cop episode, you going, Terms of a Dare is not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. Repeating it three times. That's, that's, not, that's unfair. That's unfair. <laughs> it's not a good movie. Uh, <laughs> it's it's, it's no, insensitive it's, and not fair. It's a, it's, a good, it's a good movie. It's just not for me. Okay. And that's fine. And listen, if, if you're the kind of person who can watch Terms and Endearment any day of the week, there's probably something wrong with you, too. That's because, that's the, yeah, because it's one of the saddest movies you'll ever see. Yeah. Um, and I don't have a problem with that. But if you're saying it's not a good movie, I have I have issues with that. So but we'll have this we'll have this conversation another day. It's fine. Day. I think there needs to be some sensitivity to the subject material. It, not saying it's not a little schmaltzy, it's a little schmaltzy. A lot. But there has to be some sensitivity to the subject material. Anyway, it was the worst piece of picture guys episode. Let's move on. It's fifty hours of my life. Um, <laughs> um, actor swap. Where you could this, take this is a fun one. The winner or any of the nominees and absolutely destroy them. To make Maniac Cop slightly better. Yeah. I'm holding back on going full RDB on this one because I have about, <laughs> about four things I want to do. But I'm going to be good. I, I'm, I'm a guest here. I'm, gonna, I'm a guest here. I, I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really happy with mine. Start it up. Um, I'm dipping into the Mississippi Burning Well. <laughs> oh, my God. And I am putting Gene Hackman as Detective Frank McRae. Oh, yes. Oh, that's fucking great. And I, I just feel... That's fucking I great. Just, I, I would love the, the idea of, of Gene Hackman in this movie. Oh, especially that time. 88 Gene Hackman. Yeah. Like, that's fucking... Um, I'm not a thousand percent confident Tom Atkins can Captain Ghost Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. Oh, sorry, Mississippi burning. These, these, these movies... These destroy the these Oscar movies. movies. Take a hard hit. These <laughs> worst pictures, these best. How, how often do you take out the leading male? <laughs> often. <laughs> I mean, what? You took, you took out... Dustin Hot. We took out Tom Harrison Cruise. Ford came out of one, right? Tom yes. We took Tom Cruise out of Rain Man. You <laughs> took Tom Cruise out of Rain Man. From Miami Connection. I, There's I only took, like four characters in Rain Man. So I, I, took, I took Nick Cage out of Boonstruck and put him in Surf Nazis Must yeah. Die. Yeah. Harrison Ford came out of one too, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, he definitely. We did, he, was in, uh, he was in Missing, right? Well, uh, no, yeah. uh, working Girl. Working Girl. Oh, yeah, working no, girl. I, I put Harrison I Ford in okay. Miami Connection. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yeah, Gene Hackman. Um, so I I went to Working Girl. I took Sigourney Weaver out mm. and put her in as Teresa Mallory. Oh, interesting. I like that. Yeah, I think she would actually be good as well, a yeah, cop. Sigourney Weaver's a very good But she would actually she'd be a good vi- undercover <laughs> vice prostitute. Like, I, I think she'd be great. Now, and, she, and she's very believable as like a, as a person that can kick some ass. Exactly. Now, Laureen Landon would make Working Girl unwatchable. <laughs> Luckily, Sigourney Weaver is not in it. A ton, but she's in it enough that she, yeah, oh for sure. Distru- like I didn't take out Melody Griffin. Um, All right, Kieran, who you got? Okay, so again, like I said, uh, I wanted to go full RDB on this one year, and uh, I mean, obviously, this is my opportunity to put Bruce Campbell in a Best Picture nominee. Right. Ooh, I couldn't fully do it though because now I, I will be eventually covering the Accidental Tourist with Zeta Short on okay. the Three Hundred Passions podcast. So. Um, William Hurt seemed ripe for a, for a, uh, for a, a Bruce Campbell job, but I don't think it's fair to do a swap with a movie I haven't seen yet. So that is, I can't, okay. I don't, don't want to go that's there. Fair. That's yeah, fair. And there was part of me that really wanted to put Hans Zimmer's score in Maniac Cop and do the Maniac Cop score guy in Rain Man. So like, I, there was Ooh. part of me that wanted to do that too. But no, I stayed away. I also Composer went... switch, I like that. 
I also went the Mississippi burning route. Ooh. Okay. And <clears throat> I um, took our racist mayor, who's played by R. Lee Ernie. <laughs> And I'm putting Robert Zadar in as the racist mayor. God, oh my God. In Mississippi Burning. Like and we're bringing Arlie Ernie as the maniac cuff. And they make him look seven feet tall. And they're the same height, by the way, in real life. They're both, I think they're both six foot. Oh my God, I love um, this. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so yeah, good. So Arlie Ernie's just stomping around and he turns and he's got the reveal. What's your problems? Come back! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking amazing. You maggot! Uh, yeah, so that there is we go. I love that so much. And I think Robert Zadar is a southern racist mayor. Is I actually think he's getting a shave, getting his big chin. He's got his, he's got his samurai cop beard, and he's getting it shaved in the barbershop. Oh, They're uh, like, sir, uh, this is going to cost double. This is a lot of chin. Takes, <laughs> Being interrogated takes, by Gene Hackman. It takes three days to do. Um, I love that. That's great. great. Yeah. Great. And I and I love that I love that you toyed with the idea of switching composers. I really appreciate. <laughs> just imagine it. Hans Zimmer scored Maniac Cop. That was his first. Uh, I, was like, oh. I think he'd much rather like getting nominated for the Oscar for 100%. Rain Man. But you know, hey, maybe maybe would have gotten uh, would have gotten Maniac Cop down to the show. Maybe. And the last one, twenty million dollar budget. What do you do? You want me to go first? Yeah. Uh, by the first place I went, Grant, you went with your LVP here. Um, they would have been able to end the movie. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the first place I went. Is that they? It seemed to me they ran out of money, and it just yeah. we can now, you yeah. know, they would end be. the movie. You know, um, I'll, I'll you can come back to me with other ideas. I'm sure you guys will take yeah. the other. Yeah. So mine was having Sam Raimi fully in charge. Oh, give just, all the just mo- giving him, just let him direct it. Yeah, you take yeah. his take his like lackeys out of it, and just let Sam Raimi direct it, take control, because then you get the ending. The makeup would be correct throughout, and it would be consistent, and it would. And I think he would. He would let figure out ways to let Bruce Campbell be the protagonist while also being Bruce Campbell. Love this. So I think it. Would, I think that's the move for this movie to bring it up. I and like I think that. because then it becomes what I think we get the gore we want. It has the ending we want. I think that this becomes like a cult movie. It's a, it's a better movie. Hundred yeah. percent. Like it's. It's a listen. It's still something that's not going to be like you know. Water cooler fodder, but it's definitely a super cult like good movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 I would love to see a Sam Raimi version of hundred percent, definitely sure. Um, I, I went, I went, like you know, I, I talked about how I would love to have seen him just storming through the police yeah. headquarters, just taking bodies. Um, the the twenty million dollars would go a long way for that. Uh, yeah, and just and just kind of make you know. Like like Kieran said, with the you know, expanding on the ending a little bit, making an making making things a little bit more clear, maybe giving uh, sh- uh, the girl, you know, the uh, Shelley a uh, better backstory, and maybe make her some kind of uh, voodoo priestess or something like that. Something. To like to like maybe something. explain why this guy's undead. Right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, twenty million dollars could have gone a long way in this movie. And, and just just like how we said, like I would love to see the twenty million dollar version of Chopping Mall. Yep, I would love to see a twenty million dollar version of this movie. Right, because I mean, how many times have we said I don't want to see the twenty million dollar version? Almost it takes all the, the time. charm away, right? Yeah, almost all the so time. So Chopping Mall, we want to see it here. We want to see it Definitely. because there, there's yeah, this is probably already over the the line of demarcation where. It's not low budget charm. There's enough right. budget in it. And there's enough trying to do something. So right. now, if you add more, it's going to exactly. go something further. Right. And I had makeup down too. I thought the makeup could have been yeah. much better with that. For sure. But on the flip side of that too, um, I thought there were some really cool practical 
deaths yes, in this, I where agree. you have the 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 choke, the the lifting above the head and the choking, mm-hmm. and the um the, the wet cement and the being thrown on the taxi cab. And sometimes when you can allow for more gore, they may not have been able to be so creative with those those deaths. So maybe like oh, those three I, might I, not have. I don't. I don't want. Way. I don't. The deaths that are in there. I don't want to change. Right. Yeah, you wanted to add. You I wanted to add more deaths. And, and on top of that is we could have had a more um, a thought out death of the police captain and the mayor exactly. done yeah. it separately. Sure. Added a little more yeah. t- run time to it and, and all that. Make too. the movie 10 minutes longer. Well, I want to say though that ending, you know, it did end abruptly and all that, but there was a pretty practical, destructive, expensive looking ending. Like, it, like it was, it was I was like, cool. whoa, they're breaking a bunch of shit here. The paddy wagon flipping over, Bruce Campbell doing flips. Like, I was yeah. like, oh, with oh, the huge, the huge pole coming yeah. out of it. So, yeah. uh, so Dirty Harry, too, though. There was, a, there, there, there was Dirty Harry all of this, which, which again, I love. I got, I got the other this. I'm like, oh, man, did they, like, sit around and strategically pick this so that I'd come on and love it? I but, mean, it was mostly for Bruce Campbell. But yeah, well, that worked. That yeah. works enough. Yeah. I didn't realize that neither of you guys had seen it, though, so that's cool. Yeah, um, Man, that's, that's fucking maniac. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. You guys good? Yeah. Anything else that you want to throw in? Can't wait to watch the sequels. Yeah, yeah. you let me know how those go. I will. <laughs> They're I on voodoo. Can't wait till you guys watch Burn Notice. <laughs> Listen, you start a podcast. I'm there. Yeah. Burn Notice cast. We'll Burn see you one day. One day. One day down the line. We'll do it. I yeah. torment a different person of the BPC universe. I, mean, I think that's a fantastic idea. I'd watch Burn Notice. I'm not, I'm not opposed <laughs> to it. Where's the streaming? Uh, Hulu, I believe. Oh, perfect. Yeah, okay. Easy. Great. Got that. Might be on Prime, too. One of the two. Could Hulu has good TV stuff. All right. So, that was Maniac Cop. Kieran, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, man. I don't have to do my plugs here for this, right? I think it's uh, all on the feed. I just mean, I, I, just go I, to the next I, podcast. Don't go to the next episode on the feed. You're on the yeah, podcast. I'll be honest. I have, no, I have no idea when this one's dropping. Listen to Best Picture Cast. If, if for some reason you're just on this, listen to where we talk about actual good movies um unless you're talking about like cimarron yeah but some of them are not actual good movies. some, some, of, them some are... of them belong on this podcast yes <laughs> some <laughs> of them right some of them someone thought it was an actual good movie decades ago and here we are uh, having to watch it yeah so. chariots of fire is too bad for this <laughs> yeah that doesn't qualify the only one show. that i thought could, could well i think the two that maybe could could possibly be discussed as qualifying would be tom jones and a broadway melody right I would love to talk about Brody Melody on this. I feel like that. Really I mean, it's fun. like it's like twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's Perfect. it is it's but, certified. But Broadway, Mel- Broadway Melody is a fun watch with your friends. It's a great group yeah. watch. It's, so a, the, it's a fun group watch. When it's, Artie watches it for the first time, I'd really. All right. So uh, so yeah. So check out Best Picture Cast, um, and because you know Joey and I are on that a lot, so you can hear us talk about great movies. But, Kieran, thank you for coming. Joey, thank you for co-piloting, as always. Always. And for Kieran and Joey, I'm Grant. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you.